0: Another Wednesday, and it's time for another look at some new members of the 2022 Wenatchee Apple Sox. Hi again, everyone. I'm Joel Norman, broadcaster for your Wenatchee Apple Sox. As we get closer to opening day, it's coming up on June 3rd. Home opener is June 6th. And once again today, we're taking a look at some new members of the Wenatchee Apple Sox.
1: Okay, kind of putting the uh, final touches on our 2022 roster. The last kind of bulk announcement. Um, of guys coming in for the summer uh before i get going i i just want to say you know the roster overall is in a really good spot um i really like where we're at i like the depth we have um, at our position spots and i like i like a lot of the guys that we're bringing in on the mound i think we have a lot of guys that are going to compete um guys with just bulldog mentalities that are hungry to get out here to wenatchee and uh get in front of some eyes and, uh, and perform for us. So really excited overall about where this roster's at uh, as we kind of put the final touches on it for uh, 2022.
0: So let's get things started here as we begin with a member of the Wenatchee Valley College Knights who's playing right here in town. We'll take a look at the newcomer to the Apple Sox, Wenatchee Valley College right-hander Devin Fry is going to stay in the Apple capital of the world this summer and pitch for the Apple Sox. He's in his third season with the Knights after beginning his career in a brief 2020 season. Only had one game that he pitched in that year, did toss in six games last season, and has appeared in eight games so far this spring at the time of this recording. Fry has started all but one game that he has appeared in this year, and his best start came in his most recent outing, again at the time of the recording. That was on April 9th. He allowed two runs over seven innings and an 8-2 win over Columbia Basin. Fry struck out five and did not allow any runs until the sixth inning. He is committed to pitch for Western Oregon next year. Let's hear what the head coach of the Wenatchee Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington, has to say about Devin Fry.
1: I had previously known Devin, um, was able to coach him uh, when he was coming out of high school. Uh, he played for the North Idaho Black Sox, um, which was an 18U summer team, um, and I was an assistant coach on that team. So. I got a chance to see Devin Fry pitch um, when he was coming out of a in high school. And uh, I always liked Devin. He's, he's a competitor on the mound. Uh, his off speed, you know, above average, good change up. Um, and he's grown a ton as far as low goes on the mound. You know, when he was coming out of high school, he was a low 80s type guy. Um, but um, he's really grown. And uh, that's a testament to his work, work ethic. And uh, also Coach Vaughn, our pitching coach, um, they're both up Wenatchee Valley College. Him and Devin Fry, and so they've worked together all year. And uh, you know, Vaughn's been shooting me texts and letting me know how Devin's been progressing. And uh, you know, there's a chance that he ends up being a 90 arm, um, which which is fantastic to see that type grow. So excited to get Devin and uh, him be a part of us to kind of reunite uh, together. So.
0: C.J. Horn from Ball State University will join the Apple Sox as a catcher on this summer squad. Now, Horn's had a busy collegiate career as he's played at several different schools. He began his playing career at the New Mexico Military Institute in 2019, had a really solid year hitting 348, also a four fifty-eight on on-base percentage, while adding five home runs and 22 RBI in 27 games as a freshman. He would go on to transfer to the University of the Incarnate Word, but only appeared in one game. In a of course that season was was shortened because of the COVID-19 pandemic and after that he would transfer to Sierra College in California where in 2021 in 16 games he posted a 4.04 batting average now last now this year he has transferred to Ball State and has been playing there for a little bit and off to a really strong start so far uh, in his fourth different college, but as you can kind of tell, the theme is here. Wherever he's gone, he's hit. So far this year, he's hitting 303 in his first 18 games of the season. So, this is going to be his second straight year playing summer ball as well. He played in 27 games in the Texas Collegiate League with the Amarillo Sod Squad in 2021. And, once again, continuing the theme, hit 292. Just has brought the bat wherever he has gone to play collegiately. That 292 batting average was the second-best batting average on his team among players to appear in at least 20 games. He really came out of the gate with a bang last summer, hitting, uh, collecting seven hits in his first four games. And he picked up nine hits and hit 15 at-bats over an eight-game hitting streak from June 23rd to July 2nd.
1: Our next guy is um, a new connection. Uh, he joins us from Ball State. Uh, his name is C.J. Horn. Uh, big, big physical catcher. Um, I mean, the guy is just built, built strong as an ox, um, and another one of these dirtbag-type type baseball players does a lot of little things well. Um, you know, nothing that CJ does is going to be um, flashy or, uh, you know, highlight reel-type stuff. He's just solid all around. Uh, good block good blocking catcher uh, solid receiver um, a little bit of above average arm um, as far as pop times goes um, and then just a good hitter at the plate you know not going to hit for a ton of power not going to run a ton of balls out of the yard but um, hitting above 300 right now for ball state and just a just a true hitter just a guy that grinds out at bats and finds a way on base and uh, does a lot of little things well that help your ball club win games and um, you know, talking to their coach about that as well, um, you know, my, my, my kind of philosophy was you get, a, you get nine of those guys on your team, uh, guys that do little things well, guys that um, just help the overall team win. Uh, you got something going. I mean, you can win a lot of games with guys like that. Uh, not every player needs to be, you know, the highlight reel type guy, the flashy type guy, uh, you know, the, the guy that runs, you know, 15 balls out of the yard over the course of the summer. So excited to have C.J. be a part of us. He's going to see a ton of innings for us behind the dish. And uh, and I'm excited about this new connection as well with uh, their coaching staff at Ball State.
0: Xander Orojudos from Ellensburg has signed a 10-day contract with the Apple Sox for this 2022 season. Orijudos is currently a junior at the University of Jamestown and has a 264 batting average through his first 37 games. The middle infielder began his collegiate career at Columbia Basin College in 2018. He hit 356 in 46 games as a freshman and then followed it up with an even better year, a 358 batting average in 28 games as a sophomore. He transferred to Georgia Gwinnett afterwards but did not play in 2020 or 2021 before transferring again. Now, he had actually originally signed to play with the Apple Sox back in 2019, but that did not end up happening and had also signed to play with the Yakima Valley Pippins in 2020, but again, did not have that happen as well. So hoping that the third time is the charm this year in 2022, this time his second opportunity suiting up for the Apple Sox potentially. And he did play for the Klamath Falls Gems in the Great West League in 2018. He hit 265 in 29 games while also earning a spot in that midsummer's All-Star game.
1: Our next player is uh, Xander Orahudos. Uh Xander will be on a 10-day contract for us. Um, but that's not to say that Xander could find his way on our roster full uh, time for the summer. He uh, He's a good player. Um, I had a few conversations with him over the phone, and um, I had previously known him um, during my time coaching at Big Bend Community College. He was at uh, Columbia Basin um, Community College, and he was a fantastic player at the junior college level. Um, went to Georgia Gwinnett out of uh, high school, which they're the reigning NAIA national champion. He played a little shortstop, plays a little second base, uh, but just a dirtbag-type baseball player. And uh, when I say dirtbag, I I mean that uh, the most complimentary way, you know, uh, a guy that does the little things well, a guy that will keep a ball in the infield that um, normally would have got out into the outfield and scored a run from second, a guy that uh, gets the bunt down when you need him to get a bunt down, a guy that's swiping extra bags on balls in the dirt um so just overall uh Xander's a really good baseball player and uh in some ways it's unfortunate um just with our roster we're just we're heavy in the middle infield we have four middle infielders coming in um so really just besides opening weekend and maybe into the first week of June you know there's just there's just not a lot of room to keep adding middle infielders so that's why he'll uh be on a 10-day for us but um sounds like he's going to end up in the Cascades Collegiate League and be on their showcase team. So maybe in August when that game rolls around with uh, the Cascades Collegiate League, we'll we'll see Xander in another uniform or, you know, maybe something else works out where um, we lose depth or something like that and Xander stays with us. So uh, it won't be our last time seeing Xander in early June. So excited about him uh, coming up to play for
0: us. Another NWAC arm is going to join this Apple Sox team. This one is Lee Sousa from Yakima Valley College. Uh, The freshman right-hander has pitched in 11 games, two of which he has started, and has a 565 ERA for Yakima Valley College, but has only allowed three runs in his last six appearances, spanning 11 and a third innings. Sousa becomes the second player signed to the Apple Sox to hail from Hawaii, joining Ava Arquette, and he played his high school ball at Henry P. Ryan Baldwin High School
1: good arm. He uh, is an upper 80s fastball, uh, has a couple off-speed pitches that he locates for strike, um, and another one of these guys that uh, his coach really uh, compliments him on his just mentality on the bump. Um, really aggressive, goes right at guys, um, and is not going to be scared by the moment or scared by, um, you know, big situations. He, he kind of thrives off that. So really excited to have Lee, Lee joining us for the summer.
0: Another Ellensburg native, Davis Spencer, is going to suit up for the Sox this summer before joining Utah Valley in the fall. He's currently enrolled at Central Arizona where he has a 4.40 ERA with 18 strikeouts over 14 and a third innings in his first nine games of the season. Spencer began his collegiate career at the University of Washington in 2020, did not pitch in that short season, and he only appeared in one game in 2021. In high school, Spencer was a part of back-to-back 2A state championship teams at Ellensburg in 2017 and 2018. He was the number 14 ranked player in Washington coming out of high school, according to Baseball Northwest, and also was number 16 on Prep Baseball Report's list.
1: Uh, our next arm is from Central Arizona, and it's Davis Spencer. Davis actually uh, uh, started at Ellensburg High School, uh, signed with the Huskies coming right out of high school, um, and then had a little bit of arm trouble his freshman year. Uh, didn't work out there, wasn't the right fit, um, and ended up heading down to Central Arizona, which uh, as a baseball fan, if you know anything about college baseball or kind of follow um, some some signings or whatever it may be, you know that Central Arizona is one of the premier junior colleges in the country. Um, I believe right now they actually may be still ranked number one in the nation um, for junior colleges. So they're they always producing a ton of talent, um, and a lot of their guys are moving on to Division I schools. Which uh Davis Spencer actually is as well. He uh signed with Utah Valley. Uh, so this will be his last year at Central Arizona and then he'll be headed there uh next fall. So Davis Davis is another one that throws a really heavy fastball, uh low nineties, um, and has grown a lot with his other pitches this year. Uh I think coming out of high school he was one of those just high V low guys that gets picked up by a D one. Um, but now he really is learning how to pitch um, and locate his slider for a strike. Um, and really, I think his best pitch is his changeup. has a good changeup that kind of falls off the table and fades away. So um, Davis is going to come in. Uh, we're expecting him to be one of our six starters in our rotation um, and be a guy for us. So excited about him. Really excited overall about all these guys coming in. And uh, like I said, really Really uh, happy with where the is at overall, and uh, excited to get things rolling.
0: So that is a look at this week's additions to the Wenatchee Apple Sox roster. Getting a little bit closer to the start of this season, and we thank you for tuning in for today's podcast. I encourage you to listen back last week. Talked with Jared Engman, a guy who pitched for the Apple Sox last summer, and will do so again this year. Talked to him about his experiences in Wenatchee, some of the goals he has For his upcoming summer and what he's looking to do the rest of the spring as well. Also, have an exciting conversation coming up later this week. I had a chance to catch up with the commissioner of the West Coast League, Rob Nair, and we got a chance to talk about the new playoff format. the The West Coast League is jumping from ten to sixteen teams this season and we're going to get a fun look at what that's going to mean for the league's playoff format, answer some of your questions that we might have for that format, and kind of hash out all the details right there. So be ready for that one, and subscribe to our podcast if you do not already, because that'll be the best way to see the latest episodes. That one will drop on Friday morning on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. I'm Joel Norman, and this is the Apple Sox Podcast Network.